it's Lynn Brown. I'm a coach and trainer. And really the best way to describe what I do is, is like this. I'm, I'm a results coach. But I didn't start out this way. I spent the first half of my life stuck in the comparison trap. And when I wasn't comparing my life with all of my friends' lives, I was people-pleasing, trying to keep peace with friends and family, trying to hang with the right groups of, of friends at school, and honestly, just play not to lose. Now, the interesting thing is, on the outside, everything looked fine. I was a cheerleader, had a boyfriend, and a fake smile. <laughs> but now, before you start thinking I was like a mean girl, it's not really that I was a mean girl with that kind of fake smile. It's just that I didn't want anyone to know how unhappy I was on the inside. I mean, I, I literally lived with the fear of being, of being left out. The fear, the fear of failing math. The fear of not being enough. I mean, I would do anything for attention. And, and we'll get into some of that later on. There's not enough time on this podcast to even begin to cover <laughs> all the epic fails. And... I mean, honestly, I don't really want to call them all fails because really they were learns. I just kept failing forward to success. And honestly, I'm still failing forward to success because I'm still, I'm still messing up daily. But unfortunately, I was just one of those kids that I had to learn everything the hard way. And the interesting thing about all of it is I had... I was from a nice family, still am from a nice family. I went to church, I had nice friends, and it, it all looked okay. But the, the, the part that was the problem was the story that I was listening to, the program. It's like a song on, on the radio or on your playlist that plays over and over and and I began to write the story. I'd fill in the gaps with what I believed to be true. And it was all bogus, a bogus story. It was not true, but I believed it to be true. And honestly, our brains, it's, it's amazing how, how, how we're wired. Our brains really don't know the difference between a true experience of something that we really go through and, and what we actually say to it. So that's, that's kind of interesting, and we're going to be talking more about that later too. But you know, they've they've done a lot of a lot of research. There was this really cool example that I heard about not long ago, and they gave three different people three opportunities to learn how to play the piano, and like one group had to practice two hours a day with the same music at the same time every day for two weeks. Another group was able to choose whenever they wanted to practice and they could play any kind of music. And then the last group, they told them, they just wanted them to rehearse it in their mind, go over the notes, read the music in their mind, and, and just go over it in their mind. And it was crazy, y'all. The At the end of the two weeks, the group at the end had the, the same results as, as the group that rehearsed and practiced, you know, and practiced two hours every day, same music, same time, same place. So that's a whole nother, whole nother um, episode of, of our podcast that we'll be getting into. But what we say to ourselves and what we believe to be true about ourselves is, is critical. And it's funny because I went to Sunday school, went to church, and I would hear, you know, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And 
And I would believe that for you, but I didn't believe it for me. I didn't believe it, not one minute for me. I just buried everything down so that it would not be, you know, revealed. I covered up everything. I didn't want anyone to find out the thoughts that I was thinking and and the things that I was doing. I just I was I just was buried I became buried deep in shame and guilt and but I would cover it up with this big smile and saying something funny, always keeping everybody laughing. So everything looked fine on the outside. And this story played played day in and day out. It didn't matter if I was in math class or at the football game or at church or wherever I was. I played it. This this programming played day in and day out over and over and over in my mind. And finally, it convinced me that I was truly not enough. And then by middle school, I began to really find the evidence of this in my life. In my life. And my grades began to slip. And, and then I would say, see, I'm not as smart as my friends. <laughs> So I was, I was finding evidence. I was looking for the things that I was, you know, talking about. And they were becoming evident in my life. I believe that, you know, if my circumstances were different, that my life would be different. So I thought everything was happening to me from the outside in. I thought it was my circumstances. I thought it was, you know, my family or how, how much, you know, my, my friends were wealthy. And I thought it was about money. And I thought it was about you know, where I lived and the car I drove and all that stuff. I thought all that would make my life better. I never knew that I could have a different result just from thinking differently. Oliver Wendell Holmes said that when your mind is stretched by a new idea, it can never return to its original state. But I was not able to see the ideas and the possibilities at that point because I was not in an environment that was conducive to growth which simply means that I didn't really have anybody that was reaching me. I didn't have a mentor that could discern what I was experiencing and to, you know, honestly just build a relationship with me so that I could build trust and and have that accountability in my life. So it's kind of like in, in when you were younger, you would plant the butter bean. Remember we all, the styrofoam cup with the, the dirt and you write your name on the outside of the cup and you plant the butter bean and... And, and it begins to grow because the soil is right and the seed will always grow in good soil. But if it's toxic, meaning that if you're in an environment and the, 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 the seed wouldn't survive. Like if you, if you took a seed and you planted it in, let's say, some bleach, like the, the cleaner, the bleach, it would kill the seed. So it has to be an environment. We have to be in an environment where we can grow and flourish and become who we were designed to be, not who we maybe believe that we are. Sadly enough, I never really was able to to even begin to master these limiting beliefs in school. And even through college, even in my adult life, even when I first got married. So I'm telling you, I, I had a rough go at it. I just, I felt so much shame and guilt and I didn't understand why and I didn't understand how it ever changed. So I just kind of made friends with it. I just decided, well, this is my life and this is how it's going to be. At a very early age, like I shared in another podcast, I began to drink alcohol and I began to tell lies to my parents and cover up what I was doing. And it was like I was living two different lives. So the reason I started this podcast, the, the number one reason 
is because I have become the mentor that I, and the coach that I wish I had had when I was your age. Over the last several years, I've I've broken through so many limiting beliefs, and I I've got a ways to go. I'm not there yet. I'm not saying telling you my life is perfect, but I have come so far, and and I'm still working right now on creating a, a new reality in areas of my life. And this happened when I began to change the parts of my life that were not serving me anymore. I began to replace those programs that were negative with positive programs. I began to to remove toxic environments from my life and replace them with growth environments that, that would allow growth. I'm very careful about who can speak into my life and who I take advice from. It's very important who you surround yourself with. And here, here's what I mean by that. As crazy as it sounds growing up, I did get a lot of attention, but it was, it was from negative behavior. So it's not like I was just totally alone. I got attention <laughs> a lot of times because I was in trouble at school. But that's not how I would recommend it for any, any of you. <laughs> but as I began to see, to become aware of how these thoughts were driving my feelings and, and they were driving the results of my life and my behavior, then... And only then was when I be, began to truly re replace and reset and recreate a new healthy mindset. I always laugh and tell people, you know, I've gone from broken to bulletproof. Now, I'm, I'm just like in this zone, this unstoppable zone. Because I believe with all my heart that I can do, be, and have anything that I desire. Because I was created by my creator. Because I'm a person of faith. And I, I was imperfectly, perfectly created in the image of God just like you were. And when our minds are transformed and renewed, then we can we can move into um, our new our new way of thinking. But we got to be willing to take a risk. We got to be willing to fail and take a risk in order for that to happen. So I just want you to know my gritty sister that you you can experience that too. And you are amazing and the fact that you are listening here tells me that you want more, that you believe there's more for you. And I, I'm so glad you're here. I truly am. I just want you to know you're not alone, and I want you to know that I believe in you. You are you are created imperfectly perfect, just the way you are. There's only one you. I mean, think about it. On this huge, big blue rock, there's only one of you. And you're going to do amazing things in this life, and you're going to influence just thousands of people and with your story and your courage and and your purpose. So I want you to do something for me. I want you to think about, you know, if, if you have one of these automatic negative thoughts, we, we call them ants. <laughs> and if you if you would like to work on that as we as we do these podcasts together and, and learn how to create new thoughts and replace those negative thoughts with positive. So just to give you a quick example before we close, but last Thursday I was trying to jump over a baby gate that we have for for my sweet little baby, uh, grandbaby here when he stays with us. And it didn't work out so well. I mean, I busted my butt. But thank goodness I didn't break my collarbone or anything like that. But it, it did hurt like crazy. And, but, and there's really a time in my life that I would have screamed out, you so clumsy. You, you know, you're such a dummy. I mean, God, you're so reckless and you're so this and that. I would have yelled and then I just had a pity party and beat myself up about it. But instead, I said, you know what? That was that was clumsy behavior. I am not clumsy, but that was clumsy behavior because I was in a hurry and I was trying to jump over the gate. Well, that was stupid. <laughs> I mean, 
well, I shouldn't say, well, my behavior was stupid. I'm not stupid. But the point is that we, we got to take a look. We got to take a look very close at, at the things we think and the things that we say to ourselves. I mean, our brains are amazing organisms. I mean, they don't, but they don't know the difference between what we really experience and what we say. So it's very important what we think about and the thoughts, the thoughts that we think and the things that we say. And we create new thoughts by repetition every day, minute by minute. And it, it does take work. I'm not going to tell you it's, it doesn't take work, but it, it takes commitment. And I can promise you this, it's worth it. The payout, when you, when you are willing to, to look into how you think and talk to yourself and you're willing to make these changes, you're going to discover your true value and you, are, you already are unstoppable. I know that, but you're going to believe it for yourself too. So I want you to remember this, you gritty sister. You're going you're gonna to fall down, but no matter how many times we fall down, you can fall down seven times, but you're going to grit up eight, and gritty is the new pretty, and gritty is a new strong. Until next time, just know that I, I love you, and I believe in you, gritty sister. So I'll see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.